you. Hey, stand up, turn around, tell somebody hello. Good morning. Merry Good Christmas. Morning. Merry Christmas. For everybody that's watching online, we praise God for you. We're so glad that you're here. It's going to be a great, great day. We wish you were here with us. We're going to be giving away gifts and prizes and having some food. It's going to be awesome. We love you. We praise God for you. And get in expectation. God is doing great and mighty things. Amen. And if you're watching and you're close by, it's not too late. Yes. Get in your car and Come get on. here. Come on. Better late than never. Make a fashionable entrance, sort of like Pastor. <laughs> Amen. Is everybody ready to take pictures like me? Good. You may be seated. Let me, let me hear it from you real quick. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Man, that was awesome. That was so awesome. Praise God. Well, hey, you know what? It's going to be a great, great day. And uh, we just praise you like that. They're so shiny. <laughs> <laughs> it's difficult to find red pants. <laughs> that makes me the most happy right there. <laughs> I knew about this. I found this. I didn't know about these. <laughs> <laughs> you had to complete them. You, so. you complete it well, baby. <laughs> Everybody who's visiting with us today, we just welcome you. It's going to be a great day. Today is a family day. We're giving away gifts and prizes, Yay! and we just love you. All the kids are getting a toy, and uh, we are so excited uh, to have you here today. Merry Christmas to you, and, um, you know, we couldn't get snow, but apparently we got a whole bunch of rain, so <laughs> did anybody bring their uh, ark into church this morning? Anybody need we need some skis and boats and everything, but uh, anyway, let's go ahead and get going. It's going to be a great day. I'm ready, uh, ready to have fun. So Amen. It's, it's a great family day. Are you ready? Yes. Amen. Merry Christmas. And happy birthday, Mark. Yes. Yeah, I didn't cry again. I love that video. It makes me laugh till I cry, and it makes me cry till I cry. <laughs> All right. Did everybody get an envelope? Even if you didn't come prepared to receive, if you didn't get an envelope, raise your hand. We'll make sure everybody has one. Okay, because it's Christmas, Luke wanted me to give you a gift. So he gave me some jokes. So these are courtesy of Pastor's son. Because Pastor walks in the overflow. All right, why is the Grinch such a good gardener? Because he has a green thumb. What's a sheep's favorite holiday song? Fleece Navidad. <laughs> what holiday do cows like best? Moo Year's Eve. What do you get when you cross a snowball with a shark? Frostbites. <laughs> and what's a duck's favorite ballet? The Nutquacker. That was a good runner-up. Swan Lake's a good runner-up. <laughs> Thank you, Luke. They like your jokes. Luke got those out of his Ranger Rick magazine that he loves to read. 
Okay, hang tight. My little Bible app is messing up, and I want to read out of Amplified. So guess what time it is? So if y'all are visiting, we get really excited about tithes and offerings because this is when we get to look like Diddy and walk like Diddy and talk like Diddy. I'm sorry, I say Diddy a lot. Diddy is father. But to me, he's Diddy. It's good to have an intimate relationship with the father. It's good. He is father. The word, the word says father again and again and again. But it's also good to have that intimacy, that one-on-one with him. When you have, it's, pastors talked about it before, you can have a relationship. You can have a father on your birth certificate and never know the man. But it is so important to have fellowship. When you have fellowship and you have intimacy, you know him. He knows you. You can feel his leading, just that whisper, and you know exactly what Diddy wants. My kids know me. I can give a look, and they know, mm. or I can give a look, and they're like, yeah. they know something's about to go down. And I never move my body. I never say a word. It's just a look. Diddy's the same way. He can give that inner leaning, and you just know. And it's such a beautiful thing. So when I say Diddy, that's just because for me, he's Diddy. But I mean Father. So bear with me, and if you're from the other north, just bless my heart. (laughs) All right, so I'm going to read something that we've read a gazillion trillion times. But you know how, like, the word, it's like, it's alive. It's crazy. You can read something a gazillion trillion times, and on that gazillion trillion oneth time, it's like it says something different. You're like, has this been here the whole time? God's so good. So in 2 Corinthians 9, you know, we're right here at Christmas, and we were talking about how Jesus is that reason. You know, God gave He loved us so much, he gave. He gave all he had. And when I walk out into the world, when I go to work, when I go to the grocery store, Lord help, when I go to Walmart, you know they need Jesus, right? When you go to the gas pump and people see the dollar signs, they're like, oh, Lord, they need Jesus. I want people to look at me, and I want them to see God. So in everything I do, I want to exude my ditty. Well, if God so loved that he gave, why do you think we get so excited about this time of year? Like our spirits get excited. Our flesh may get stressed out. Did I get the right thing? Did I spend too much? Did I spend enough? Did I not spend enough? Did I go to this party? Did I go to that party? Do I buy for this person? Do I not buy for this person? But yet your spirit is like, oh, I get to give. Like, I love giving. Receiving is good. And don't get me wrong, I'll tear into a gift. I'm not going to say I don't like receiving. And I'm not going to say I could care less. I like receiving. Because if I don't receive, I can't give more. But man alive, do I like to give. And God says in 2 Corinthians 9, starting at 7, and I'm reading out of the Amplified because I really like how it 
amplifies it. It says, <laughs> let each one give as he has made up his own mind and purposed in his heart, not reluctantly or sorrowfully or under compulsion, because God loves He takes pleasure in. He prizes above other things and is unwilling to abandon or to do without a cheerful, joyous, prompt-to-do-it giver whose heart is in giving. Y'all, that right there ought to excite the mess out of you. Like this right here, we could preach on just this verse for hours. Let each one of us give Nobody's taken from you. This right here, if you feel like somebody is taken from you, then you can give it empty. You can write some scripture notes on it. You can doodle on it. I don't care. But the word right here says, let's each one give as he's purposed in his heart. Even if you didn't come prepared to give today, he tells us, you're going to hear it further down, he gives seed to the sower. Well, this right here is worth something. You could purpose, Lord, I, I forgot all about that them churches take up money. I didn't come prepared to give. I didn't spend everything I had on my gifts. Maybe that's you. But this right here is worth something. Purpose, Lord, this chick is really excited about it. I'm going to just do what she says because she must know something I don't know. I do. <laughs> I do. Because I know right here, God loves. Say, God loves. God loves. God takes pleasure in. God prizes above other things. Y'all, this is God. Like, God, there's none bigger. And here's this. God is unwilling to abandon or to do without me, a cheerful, joyous giver whose heart is in giving. How many times have we been in life and we're like, Lord, I just need you. I need to know you're there. I feel so alone. Y'all, I've been there. And then God brings me to this. He is unwilling to do without someone whose heart is in giving. And I'm like, I like giving. He said, I know. So guess what? I'm with you. Not only am I with you, I am unwilling to be without you. How do you get God to be unwilling to be without you? You have a heart to give. This is why we get excited about that, because we know the power in giving. He says, and God is able. Did y'all hear that? Who said And who? Did it say, and pastor? Did it say, and pastor mama? Did it say mama, daddies, aunties, uncles, brothers, sisters, cousins? Mm -mm, Didn't say any of those. Did it say the bank? Mm -mm. Did it say the president? Mm -mm. It said, and God. That's all. Nobody else. God is able to make all grace, not just a little bit, all grace. That means every favor and earthly blessing. Somebody that tells you your riches are only in heaven in the sweet by and by, don't know the word of God. It says, make all grace, every favor, say, I'm favored. favored. 
every earthly blessing, say, I got blessings, here and now, come to you in abundance so that you may always, how often? Under all circumstances. How many circumstances? That means good, the bad, and the ugly. Whatever the need, be self-sufficient, possessing enough to require no aid or support and furnished in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. As it is written, he, the benevolent person, God, scatters abroad. He gives to the poor his deed of justice and goodness and kindness and benevolence. That's a big word. Will go on and endure forever. How long? That, is there going to be a day without his goodness and benevolence? And God, who provides seed to the sower, seed, say, I got seed, and bread for eating, right here, low-carb diet, it's not biblical, <laughs> will also provide and multiply. That means like, He folds it and he folds it and he folds it till you can't fold it no more, right? You know, in the world, there's this thing that says you can't fold something more than, what is it, eight times? God says, (laughs) watch this. He will multiply your resources for sowing and increase the fruits of your righteousness, which manifests itself in active goodness. Kindness and charity. That means when you are a cheerful giver, you will see active goodness flowing in your life. Active kindness flowing in your life. This is why I like receiving because receiving is manifestation of my giving and manifestation of God's word to me that says, baby, when you give, I'm going to pour it out. I'm going to have people bring stuff to you. They're going to bless you. They're going to pour into you. You're going to have stuff coming from the left and the right and the north and the south because I know you like to give. And when you give and you receive, you can give and receive. It's a beautiful cycle. I get so excited about giving and receiving, y'all. I haven't even had coffee today. I ran out of time. If the, if Look, y'all need something to pick you up? You don't need Folgers in your cup. You need Jesus. And this comes from somebody that really likes coffee, but I don't need coffee. Okay, I digress. All right. You will be enriched in all things and in every way so that you can be generous. Who? Say, I'm generous. And your generosity, whose generosity? Is administered by us, will bring forth thanksgiving to God. Y'all know y'all cause people to either praise God or curse God. I'm going to cause people to praise God. It says, for the service that the ministering of this fund renders does not only fully supply what is lacking to the saints, that's God's people, but it also overflows in many cries of thanksgiving to God. Because at your standing of the test of this ministry, they will glorify God for your loyalty and your obedience to the gospel of Christ, which you confess. That means none of this, excuse me just a minute. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Excuse me just a minute, I got to praise my Jesus. 
Thank you, Lord, for this taco. Thank you, Lord, for this. Thank you, Lord, for that. Like, I don't do any of this. Mm -mm. It says, they're going to praise my God when I confess. We are all about, mm, did you see this? And mm, did you see that? And this was just a crap, crap day. But then it's like, hold on, let me praise my king. Mm -mm. when we need to is the the negative stuff but when we need to get loud is when we are praising my king y'all let me just tell you Andrew and Samuel they had a morning their ditty came under attack but you know what they're here to praise their king you know what you do you go oh Satan suck it you can't stop me God's too good. God is so good. He is worthy to be praised. I may not have come with anything, but I've got something in my hand now. Lord, you will not, you will not have to look to the rocks to cry out. I will praise my king. I will pour out my blessings. I will pour out his glory. I will pour out my praise because my God is good. There is nothing more powerful than my God. The enemy can't take it, and I'm not stupid enough to give it. I'm going to praise my king. I'm going to pour out to him today. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you, Lord, that you give seed to the sower. Father, it may be an empty envelope. It may be a big, fat envelope. But, Lord, it's given in joyful confident expectant obedience because we know you you are our ditty you are our lord you are our savior and lord we will praise you the world will praise you when they look at us because they see the overflow in my life because i am a cheerful giver and i am a cheerful receiver lord i thank you for your blessings on the tithe and offering today i thank you for your blessings blessings on the people today. Lord, I thank you for the ones that are just curious to see if this crazy girl is right. Father, overwhelm them with your goodness today because I know my daddy. I know you're longing to do it. Pour out your blessings so much they don't have room to take it in. In Jesus' name, amen. Bring your seed. Father, we just thank you right now that we are about to have the most blessed Christmas we've ever had. Father, thank you, Lord, as we sow this seed today. God, as we sow in obedience and as we sow in faith, we thank you, Lord, that you supply seed to every sower, to every sower. Father, thank you, Lord, that you multiply our harvest for every sower. God, I thank you, Lord, that today... That every seed sown will return back to us blessed, pressed down, shaken together, will be running over into our laps, just as Jesus himself, the Prince of Peace, the Son, the King of Righteousness said. God, let it be blessed in Jesus' name. We thank you for it. We praise you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Merry Christmas. 
you may be seated. We're so glad to have you today and so excited to have you. And you can blame Nicole for this suit jacket. She found it. <laughs> and uh, we, just, we just praise God for you. It's going to be a great day. And uh, I, uh, I just want to welcome you this morning, welcome you to Boomerang, get ready to receive. And if you're looking for a church home, we're looking for family that's hungry for God. Some people, you know, some churches you go to and it's just kind of sit there and check the box. That's not this church. That's not this church at all. This church is hungry for God. This year alone, I just, I just sent out a message this morning. Uh, the Lord spoke to us earlier in, the, in this year, and he said, this is Boomerang's year of increase. I want you to look around. I want you to see just who's here. We're not talking about thousands and thousands of people. We're talking about Albemarle, North Carolina, Stanley County. The Lord said, this is your year of financial increase, right? Y'all remember that when he said that? And I, I want you to know, this year alone, there's been over $1 million of increase in this body. Amen. Glory to God. Over a million of unexpected increase in this body. Salary increases, debt being released, all that. And the Lord told me, I want you to know this. I'm going to talk about this as we go into the new year. The Lord said that increase isn't over. 2021 just started it. And I want you to do this as well. I want you to start putting together, if you have any debt, that you would like to see God supernaturally erase, I want you to start calculating how much that is. Because at the beginning of the year, we're going we're gonna to shred that stuff, and we're going to believe God to erase it completely, be completely gone, and never, never have that debt in our lives again. Anybody like to see some debt go away? Like to have some overflow? Anybody? Amen. That's our God. Nicole said it earlier, that He is not withholding any, he is not withholding any good thing to those who walk uprightly. It says that he desires for us to prosper. It delights the Lord for his people to prosper. It delights him. This year alone, we've seen over 700 people commit to Christ. That's not all the numbers. We got more numbers coming in, but right now, over 700 commitments to Christ right out of here. Amen. Glory to God. I got pictures on my phone of cancer that is not there anymore. Completely just gone. Doctors going, what in the world? We got a testimony just this week. And uh, just this week, the baby was without oxygen for eight minutes, right? No oxygen for eight minutes. Generally, somebody's going to have major problems, brain dead, all kinds of stuff. The baby is alive and thriving by the power of God. The doctor was sitting in the office crying, crying. I, this is amazing. This should not be happening. That's our God. That's our God. Amen. And I just welcome you this morning. I'm so glad we're going to be able to sit down and eat together and have a Christmas meal, and we just praise God for you. But here's the other thing, too, is Christmas doesn't end just this morning. We're going to give away stuff. We're going to have prizes and gifts. It's going to be awesome. But it doesn't just end this morning. Wednesday at 1130 a.m., you may or may not know it, but we have a broadcast on YouTube every day. Did you get that? 
And on Wednesday, we're having our Christmas special. We're giving away over $1,000. So invite people to that. There may be a gift for that as well if you're inviting. Oh, look. there. Yeah, look, there's old me. If only I could grow a beard like that. That's I can't do that. This is it. This is all I got. But uh, anyway, uh, this Wednesday at 11.30, we're going to be giving away gifts. It's a lot of fun. When we did this last year, it was a blast. We had so, so much fun. So that'll be Wednesday. And uh, we just praise God for everything that he's doing. He's such a blessing. Amen? Amen. Um, amen. Let's turn to Luke chapter 2. Did you like Nicole's video? <laughs> Luke chapter 2. Has anybody ever felt like, well, I know God's there, and I suppose that he loves people or loves somebody, but I don't know that I feel like He loves me at times, and you don't have to raise your hand, but I know that's pretty much everybody. It's like, okay, God's out there, and God's big. Have you ever heard people say that God is big? God is big. God is love. God's a healer. God's a giver. But then you've gone through life, and it kind of doesn't feel like that. Anybody ever felt those feelings before where it just didn't feel like God was there? Now, it's interesting because it's interesting because the devil, everywhere he goes, you know, there is a God, there is a devil. And the devil comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But when you look at it in the book of Revelation in chapter 12 and in chapter 20, you see the devil in history and in future, uh, in the future, he's going into and out of the world. And every time that he goes in and out of the world, the Bible says he takes something with him. And what he takes with him is deception. Now, it's interesting because I, if I ask how many, just let me, let me see your hands. How many people have ever felt like God wasn't there at some point in your life? And just look around. That's pretty much everybody. At some point, you felt that way. But Jesus says this. He says, lo, I'm with you always. He says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. So what we can tell from that is if we feel like he's not there, if we feel that way, that's a deception because it's not true. God's not a man that he can lie. He'll never leave us or forsake us. What we'll find, if we have the ability to review our life, we'll find that our feelings went like this, but God was steady. That God, how many, how many people believe, today I'm going up. Things are getting better today. If you, how many people want things to go better All right, then here's what you have to do. One of the deceptions is, is that God's just going to zap you. Zap! And now you're blessed. And we we think God's just going to zap our life someday. That's a deception. It doesn't work like that. (laughs) But he said, that's terrifying, actually. (laughs) 
speaking from current experience. We think that God's just going to come down and zap us, and then everything is like we'll win the heavenly lottery. Zap! And oh, glory to God, now everything's better. How many people have experienced that? Went in the heavenly lottery and then everything was like just great after that? Anybody ever had that? Like no problems whatsoever, you got zapped by God. No, no hands. Now, everybody had hands that they had felt like God wasn't there one time, but no hands that anybody's ever experienced a heavenly zapping, a heavenly blessing. Where it, where it goes, and all of a sudden, everything goes well. Nothing's wrong from that, from that point forward. Now, I know we, we've got many guests in here today, and uh, we welcome you. I want to share something with you from one of my mentors, Pastor J.B. Whitfield. This is an amen. amen. And this is a loud amen. amen. <laughs> I want to hear from you. So how many people, though, believed at some point in your life that kind of felt like maybe one day I'll get zapped by God and everything will be okay? You kind of believed that way. Even though that's not true, how many people kind of felt that way at some point, thought that way? And see, look at that. But yet nobody's ever experienced that. So you can see one of the deceptions is I don't have to do anything. But here's the thing. What did I ask you a second ago? How many people want things to go better? How many, how many people want things to go better? Let me see your hand. The Word says this. The Bible says this. 1 John 5, 4. It says this. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So if you want things to go better, there's a part that we play. God has played his part. Jesus played his part on the cross. He said, it is finished. But then there's our part. And our part says, I've got to believe on God by faith. So if we raise our hand, we want things to go better. In order to actually see those things go better, there has to be a faith applied. And Bible faith means this. If a blessing is at that table, if if there's a blessing at that table... Faith doesn't go, oh, I wish I could have that blessing. Ooh, that would be so good to have the blessing. Come to me, blessing. You know, and Bible faith doesn't sit still. Bible faith takes the blessing. It goes to the things of God, and it receives the things of God. And this is a good example because there's so many promises there. So can you see the deception that the devil's laid out All right, God's not with you. That's not true. You don't have to do anything. God will zap you. That's not true. You can just sit still and everything eventually, maybe, kind of, if you win the heavenly lottery, maybe one day it'll go your way. Not true. Deception, deception, deception. All of those are deceptions. But the issue is that that God said, look, I'm going to make a way. I'm going to make a way. Let me, let me get Chris and Mark and Buddy up here and just stand all three of you up here. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> stand on the first steps, fine. All right. Now, this is very interesting. I want you to see this. Let's say 
that Buddy here with his, with his pocket square is Mr. Moneybags. All right? He is a multi-billionaire. Somebody's wanting to receive. They're, they're reaching out with their faith. Amen. That's good. Let's say that Chris is middle class. All right? Buddy's upper class. Chris is middle class. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> and let's say that Mark is lower class. He had the wrong family growing up. He didn't have, uh, maybe he didn't have a good dad. Uh, maybe, maybe somebody did, somebody didn't. They had a good family, had a bad family. Doesn't matter. However they got here in this position, this is the cards that a corrupted earth has dealt them. But he's doing well in terms of financially. Chris is doing okay, and, and Mark is, is poor. Have anybody ever seen these groupings in society? I've definitely seen it. How about, let's, let's take away money for a second. Let's just say like healing, right? Maybe somebody has plenty of help. Somebody's okay, but the other person, like they're, they are sick all the time. They got a terminal disease. I just told you a testimony a few seconds ago of a miracle working, healing God. Is that anybody's loving father in here? Is that your father? Yeah, he's not withholding any good thing. But the interesting thing, how, how many people, let's say that Buddy was born into money. He was born into money and Mark wasn't and Chris kind of was. How many people say that's unfair? Say, say that's not right, that's unfair. Now see, we might not say it because in public we're like, we don't want people to think that. But how many people know that people have thought, that's, that's unfair. Yeah, we know. People are looking at it and they're like, that's not right. This is where the wisdom of God comes in. Because God said, I'm going to give to every one of these guys the measure of faith. The Bible says he gives to every man the measure of faith. And what's the beautiful thing about faith is, it's not Buddy's money that overcomes the world. It's his faith. It's not his money. It's his faith. And God said, I don't care who you are or where you came up, up from. It's your faith. Have you ever seen celebrities and entertainers and they look happy on the outside, but then they end up and you find out later, maybe sometimes after they passed or even after they've committed suicide, you find out. They weren't happy at all because it wasn't the finances or the good health that made them joyful on the inside. You Joy comes from the Lord. It doesn't come from the stuff. It comes from the Lord. And sometimes our upper class people look like they're doing well, you know, but inside they're not. Inside they're not. And, and sometimes you'll see people that have the least in the world, but yet they'll be the most joyful. Why? God has given us a great equalizer. God has given every person a great equalizer. Multiple things. One of those things is faith. 
And it doesn't matter if they were born into a good family and born into money and born into health. Every man, every woman has the great equalizer from God, a measure of faith. And this faith, God has already made a promise, can overcome the world. This faith can overcome. If you have a problem, God's like, yo, I'll solve it. He's already done it. You like that reference? Yeah. All right. He, he's already figured it out. God has already given us the problem solver. It's our faith that overcomes the world. He's given us that. It's in every person. Every person that's hearing this, measure, this message, you have the measure of faith, and that's all you need to start overcoming the world. God said, I want you to be in. Y'all seen Oprah's shows? And she's like, and you're, you get a book, and you get a book. And, and God's like, and you're blessed, and you're blessed, and you're an overcomer, and you're an overcomer, and you're an overcomer, and you're an overcomer. Amen! Every, and, and, and it's like, but I didn't feel like it. Deception. It's not based on how we feel. It's not based on how we feel. It's based on what God has done. It's based on who He is. It's based on His character, His nature, His love. It's not based on where we were born or what kind of family. It's based on what God has already done and finished. Even our faith, it overcomes. Our faith. And so no matter what your faith, you know, the, the testimony I told about cancer, that was my dad. Just a few months ago, he goes out, he's already was battling cancer. If, you, if they did the scan of his body, it lit up like a Christmas tree all over it. He wasn't telling a bunch of people. But in all of his lymph system, all of them lit up with the cancer markers. And then one day he was eating food. He, he had shrunk down, wasn't, didn't hardly weigh anything. And then one day he's eating food. Food gets stuck in his throat. He, he can't breathe. He finally gets it dislodged. He goes to the doctor the next day. And it, if, you know, if this is his esophagus, over half of it, there's a tumor right in the middle of his esophagus. He can't even, the food got compacted around that tumor and he couldn't swallow it. This is my dad. Just a, you know, he's a, he's a decent guy. He's been preached for God. But the devil had come in and attacked him and attacked his body. This is, this is just me. I don't know about you. I'm tired of the devil attacking people. But I can't put faith on for you. I can just tell you what faith will do. And I can tell you about a good God. And I can let you grab a hold of him with the faith that every man has. Now see, I don't know what you're facing, but does that sound pretty bad? I mean, he's got a bad report. Anybody, I mean, sometimes we get bad reports, and then sometimes these reports, they're fatal. They're terminal. I don't care who you are or what you're facing. I know a God, Jesus, who's bigger than that. I ask, who wants to walk in the blessing? Who wants their life to go up? I see, we can amen. We can do an amen. We can do a loud amen. 
But if we don't reach out with our faith and take the promise of God, it doesn't matter how loud we amen. We've got to say, Lord, with my faith, I believe that you're a healer. I believe that you're a deliverer. I believe that you prosper me, Lord, by faith. I believe. Now, see, here it is. My dad goes to the doctor. Man, they take a, you know, run the camera down his throat, take a picture of that tumor. Nasty, nasty thing. Devilish, demonic thing. It was ugly. We were having the tent meeting here in the summer. Some of you came to it. I said, Dad, I think you're supposed to come to that tent meeting. We're going to pray. We're going to believe. He said, I believe you're right. The Holy Spirit's talking to me. He came to the tent meeting. The next week, he goes to the doctor. They run the, the scope down his throat again. The doctor goes, Mr. Wright? He's like, um, there ain't no tumor here. It's all gone. Your throat looks like. A teenager's esophagus. God completely removed it. Like not, it's better. No, it's gone. It's gone. It doesn't matter what level of news. It doesn't matter where you were born. It doesn't matter what level of society. God can overcome it all if you will take your faith and put it on God. Reach out and say, Lord, I believe you are who you said you are. You are love. You are mighty. You are my healer. You are my deliverer. I receive it. I receive it. It doesn't matter where you were born. It does, you know, I, I look at this group, and I know most of the stories across here. I know some of you make some decent money. I know some of you, man, you're believing God to make more. You need to make more. I see people applying faith. I see God, God answering. What I'm saying is I know across this crowd we got a sampling of all of society, right? All of society. Different, different races, different financial, different health places. But it doesn't matter where we're coming from. Every one of us, if we will grab a hold of faith in God, for real. You know, sometimes, I'm going to tell you this, there's been a whole lot of talk in pulpits about faith, but a lot of times people don't know how to actually utilize faith. You want to find a place that knows how to grab a hold of God, where they see miracles, where they see healings, where they see over a million dollars come in, where they see souls saved and disciples made. You want a church that knows how to manifest the goodness of God, not just talk about it. You want to see it. You want to see it. If you go here on a regular basis, have you seen the power of God? Raise your hand. You've seen it. That's what I'm talking about. It's time, I'm telling you right now, how many people feel like we are coming to the end of all time? You can feel it. You can sense it. I'm telling you right now, it is not time to play spiritual games. It's time to go after God, and that's what this church is doing. We're going to love on people. We're going to serve people, but I'm telling you, we're going after God. 
We want to, I don't care if you cross my comfort zone. I don't care. You know, I got a comfort zone of what I know and versus what I don't know. I don't care. Lord, if it means I'm going after you, I'm going after you. I'm not going to be held back. If I don't know about it, you're going to teach me. You're going to help me. But I don't care if it crosses my comfort zone. Lord, I got to have you. I'm going after you. I'm not going to be held back. I'm reaching out with my faith today. Any person can make that decision. And the moment they do, Lord, whatever you tell me to do, I'm doing. Wherever you send me, I'm going. Lord, I trust you. One person makes that decision. Their life changes forever. No matter what slice of society, what sampling you're from, one person can say, Lord, I need you. I believe you. You are with me. I know the devil's playing with my feelings. I know he's trying to throw stuff at me. I know he's trying to throw sickness on me. I know he's trying to throw financial stuff on me. Lord, but I don't believe that. I believe you are who you said you are, that you are not a man that you can lie. I believe, Lord, that no matter what I see or what I feel, you love me and you want to get good things to me, my family, my neighbors, this community, Albemarle, Stanley County. You're rising it up. And Lord, I won't sit back and not grab it with my faith. I'm grabbing a hold of it. I'm going to your promises and I'm making them mine. That's the kind of people I'm looking for. You want to be my friend? <laughs> you, you get faithful like that, you can be my friend. And I want you as a friend. And even if you're not ready yet, I'll still be here. And when you get ready, we'll go after the Lord together. And, and you can say, yeah, that crazy pastor up there that wears that stupid stuff on Christmas, he's my friend. Now, you might not want to say that publicly, but it, it's all right. I understand. All right, now. All it takes, see this guy down here in the financial dumps, all he's got to do is say, Lord's given me faith, just like he's given every person the measure of faith. And do you understand that it equalizes them all? This guy can blow past this guy with his faith because this is the victory that overcomes lack This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. But here's the beauty about God. He he can surpass this guy and have joy in his heart. Not just be an empty shell with stuffed pockets, but stuffed pockets and the joy of the Lord. Stuffed pockets, the joy of the Lord, and walking in divine health. Stuffed pockets, the joy of the Lord, divine health, and peace in their, in their mind. Joy in their hearts, a smile on their face. I, I know, I, I hear it right now. I can, hear, I can hear the Lord showing me people's hearts. I'd love to take this to my family. I'd love my family to have this. You can have it. You can have it in your kids. You can have it in your brothers and sisters. You can have it in your mom and dad. But God needs somebody that will go in there and be the light. There's a verse in the Bible that talks about being a solitary. If you will let God a solitary like a single diamond. I want you to see this. It's like this. You know what, a, you know what makes a diamond pretty and shine? Have you ever seen a diamond before they, before they cut it? Before they cut it, it's not that pretty. 
But here's the thing. What they do is they'll take that rock in there and they'll start cutting certain facets, faces on that rock. And those faces will start to reflect the light back and forth. And all of a sudden, any light hits that rock and that thing looks like it's glowing. I want you to see this. God will take you as a solitary, a solitary stone. Set you in your family. And as you listen to him, the faces of God, it's not just who you were, it's who he is. He will shape you in his image and likeness, give you his glory, and then he'll shine some light on you, heavenly light, like that. And your life will start to shine as a living example of God's goodness and his mercy. God's goodness and his mercy. God's goodness, and your light will shine. Anybody want, would like to be that light for God, not just in your family, but in the community? Lord, I want to be that light. All it takes is, no matter who you are, where you came from, that faith is a great equalizer. You take that faith and you reach out, and all of a sudden you can grab a hold of the things of God. Thank you, gentlemen. And the reason we have this deception, the reason we feel like this is one time... A long time ago, about 6,000 years, man made the image and likeness of God and covered with his glory. Fail. They sinned. Man sinned. Adam and Eve sinned. And they blocked all of mankind from the goodness of God. And the devil came in, took over the world. But God had done something. It's an interesting thing because... God had put the whole world, he had put the whole world in man's hands. And he had given his word on that. He had said, look, this earth is man's. Psalms 115 says the heavens are the heavens of the Lord, but the earth he's given to men. And so if God just comes in all of a sudden, he says, hey, that's my earth, takes it back, right? Well, he just broke his word. He, he went against what he said. That makes him now unholy if he did that. And if he's unholy, what does the devil do? If God all of a sudden become, became unholy, which he's not capable of, but if he took it back and just fixed all of it like that, it would make him unholy. What's, a, what's the devil going to do? He takes over and, and he destroys it all. So God didn't want his creation. He didn't want you destroyed or me destroyed. So he had to come up with a plan. I've got to find some way to fix this sin problem. I've got to find some way. I'll, I'll create a system where I'll give people the measure of faith. And if they will trust me and believe on me, they can reach out with my faith no matter who they are, where they came from, the right side of town, the wrong side of town, money, not money, doesn't matter. Black, white, doesn't matter. I'm going to give them the measure of faith and they're going to be able to overcome everything the devil tried and they can advance, 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 advance because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to declare it that this is the victory that overcomes lack, even that faith. Amen. No matter where you're coming from, no matter where you've been, if I'll turn to the Lord and say, Lord, I'm yours and go after him with my faith. And in this plan, he devised a plan to give his son. It looks like he talked to Jesus and said, Jesus, you're my son and you're God. You're on the throne. But I want you to give all of that up because I've given the earth 
to men, to humankind. I need you to become a man. I need you to become like a man in every way. And when I send you to the earth, I'm not going to send you in the golden castle where nobody can relate to you. I'm going to send you to the lowest low. I'm going to send you to a, a, as a baby in the barn in Bethlehem. If you watched that video earlier. I'm going to send you as a baby in the middle of a barn. Being born in a manger where the animals eat. But then I'm going to walk you through this life. And I'm going to raise you up and increase you. Now listen, God didn't just like zap Jesus. He said, Jesus, you got to do it right. you got to go through the steps. you gotta, you got to let me guide and direct you as your father. you got to have the Holy Ghost. But as you go after me, I will raise you up. And the word the Bible says, and Jesus kept increasing in wisdom and maturity and favor with God and man. And he raised, so he started at the lowest low. And as he raised up, he gave all of us the ability that as he was lifted all the way through life to the cross, the grave, and then up to heaven, he, he encompassed everybody. He basically said, I'll take anybody who will put faith on me. And you can go with me. If you'll just put faith on me, I, from the lowest low to the highest high, you can go with me. Now, the issue was we were still messed up. Tell your neighbor, say he's talking about you. <laughs> we were still messed up. We were still messed up. Hey, anybody ever, anybody ever had the devil remind you you were messed up? <laughs> anybody can relate to that? The devil tell you how bad you are, how messed up you are? Well, stop listening to that joker. Stop listening to him. What's he got for you? Stealing, killing, and destroying? You know, the devil will even tell you, he'll even tell you that God's mad at you. God's not mad at you. Now, he might not be pleased with some of the stuff you've been doing, but all we got to do is reach to him and start change, allowing him to help strengthen us and change that. Stop listening to the one who wants to steal from you, kill you, and destroy you, and listen to the one who gave his life for you. Who gave his life for you. What, what would you think if we were sitting in the middle of our neighborhood that we grew up in and you had an enemy? Like everybody, let's say we live on, you know, let's say we live on 100, 101st Street and everybody that comes from 51st Street is our enemy. And let's say that all your life, everybody on your block said 101st Street, said if anybody from 51st comes over here, that you, you just need to handle them because they're your enemy. But then let's say one day somebody from 101st Street finds himself on 75th. And they're out there, and all of a sudden they get in a jam and they get in trouble and they get hurt. And all of a sudden a guy from 51st Street shows up. What we think is going to happen? We're going to be like, oh, man, I'm done for because I'm already hurt. This guy's going to take me out. He's my enemy. I've heard about them all my life. But then all of a sudden, 
all of a sudden, the guy from 51st Street, he doesn't, he doesn't take you out. He actually helps you. He shows you the love of God. He picks you up. He gets you healed. And then all of a sudden, now watch this, all of a sudden, you get strength enough to go back home, and you're sitting there on 101st Street, and about that time, in walks this same guy from 51st Street, and everybody around you is like, don't you know he hates us? He doesn't like us. He's mad at us. He's going to try and kill us. Don't you know that? What would your testimony be? No. This guy helped me when I was down. And you would start telling people, no, don't hurt him. Listen to him. See, this is, this is the issue we have going on right now. Is the devil's been telling people all their life, God's mad at them. But what we found is, that's not the case at all. God's a healer. God's a deliverer. God's a provider. God's a prosperer. God's a restorer. God, God is a protector. God's a protector. God's a protector. And, and one day, maybe it's today for you, you find out, man, God's not mad at me. He might not be pleased with what I've been doing, and if I love him, I should change that. But he's not mad at me. Let me show you something. Let's read real quick in Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2 and verse 1. Now in those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that a census, Mary census. I was just waiting for somebody to say, you owe me a dollar. <laughs> that a census be taken of all the inhabited earth. This was the first census taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone was on his way to register for the census, each to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the city of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and family of David, in order to register along with Mary, who was engaged to him and was with child. While they were there, the days were completed for her to give birth, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him in cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the end. Now this is the Savior of the world. This is God's son. Why didn't God have him be born in a castle? Because who in here has ever been born in a castle? Who could relate to that? Who could he walk with and they would accept him? None. God said, look, you're going to have to go become like a man. And you can't just go in there in high society. You've got to be somebody that every person can interact with. Every person you can touch, you can be a part of. Every person, no matter where they've been or where they've come from. Every person. God's got God's to get to the place where every person can interact and take part with. God said, I'm not just coming in there and I'm not just throwing them in a crystal palace that nobody can relate. No, Jesus came so that everybody could relate to him. Man, that's love right there. Right there we can see like how many people have, been, have thought because of the devil's thinking that he's tried to how many people have thought that God's untouchable? He doesn't want anything to do with us. Right there, you see, that's a lie. 
That's that deception. God is somebody who wants to be so involved in your life, he even knows how many heads or how many hairs are on your head. And he knows when one of them falls off. Some of us more than others. Watch this. Does anybody know what an angel is? You know what an angel is? A messenger from God. Now, they don't get to just say their own stuff. They got to say what God says. I want you to see this. In the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. Now, let me ask you a question. Is anybody right with God when this is being written? Is there anybody right with God yet? No. Now, keep that in mind, and look what this messenger from God says. He says this, But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, listen, I bring you good news. I'm not bringing you bad news. God's mad with you. No, that's not what he's saying. I'm bringing you good news. And then he goes on to define it. Of great joy. Of great joy. Good news. Of great joy. Now, if he came in and then all of a sudden he's like, yeah, I'm bringing some good news of great joy. Uh, You're going to die and this is going to be bad and you're going to be sick and you're not ever going to have any money. Is that good news? Is that bringing great joy? No, it's not that. It's good news of great joy. There's a Savior. He's going to save you. He's going to heal you. He's going to deliver you. He's going to protect you. Good news of great joy. Don't be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy. Watch this. Which will be for some people. Which will be from people that grew up on the right side of the tracks. Which will be, which will be, you know, for this type of race or that type of race? No, it's all people, all people, all people. He said, "This will be good news of great joy for everybody." What does that tell us? That means no matter where we came from, we can reach out to God today and receive some good news and some great joy. Things can change. Things can go up. But if I want things to change, i got to reach out. Then he says this. He says, for today in the city of David, there's been born, from, for, there's been born for you a Savior. A Savior. How many people needed saving from what you were born into? Anybody besides me? You, 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 you might see my snazzy suit today, but I didn't always have this snazzy suit. <laughs> you, might, you, might, you might see some joy on my face. I didn't always have joy, but I got a Savior. And when I reached out to him with my faith, he was sitting there waiting on me to pour out on me. And God is not a respecter of persons. It's good news of great joy for all people, including everybody who's hearing this message. Because we have a Savior, because we were saved. 
For today in the city of David, there's been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of angels, a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, now listen to this, listen, listen, praising God. All these angels, all these messengers came with this message from God. Here it is. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among men. What's the next part? Men with whom he's pleased. Even though nobody was saved, nobody was right with God, through Jesus we could be made right. Even though we might have grown up in one level of society or another, doesn't with all men, he's pleased. And with my faith, I can take him by the coattails and grab a hold of him and go with God. Go with God. Over in 2 Corinthians 5, it says this. It says, men... With, with whom God is pleased here. It says men, with, he's not holding any of their transgressions against them. Did you know even if you've been messing up, God has found a way to not hold it against you. And all it is, watch this, is taking that little measure of faith, the great equalizer, and saying, God, today, I want you. I just want you to bow your head right now. And I asked you before, I asked you before, how many people you need some stuff to change today? And I want you to raise your hand. Lord, I, I, I need my life to go up. Even if things are going great, even if things are going great, how many believe that God's even bigger than where you've been? Anybody believe that God's bigger? How many people, Lord, I need your help. I need some hope. I need some joy. I need some increase. I need, I need your grace abounding in my life. Now, I've already told you this. I set you up. I want you to hear it. I set you up. Because I told you, you can't just amen it. You got to take that measure of faith that's in you and you got to reach out for it. And you can receive that same loving father that's a healer, that's a deliverer. That's a loving, loving God and loving Father. He's waiting on you today. And right now, if you want help, it's sitting there right in front of you. Sitting right in front of you. Will you reach out and grab it? If you'll reach out, if you're saying, Lord, I'm going to do things your way. Maybe you've never received Jesus as your Savior, but today, Lord, I need a Savior. If that's you and you want to receive Jesus as your Savior and make him the Lord of your life, I ask you, just, just lift your hand right now. Lord, I need a Savior today. I see that. I see that. Lord, I need a Savior. Maybe you've been walking in this life but, and you've received Christ before, but today I need a fresh touch from God and I'm going to renew my commitment with you. Lord, if that's you, Lord, I need your help and I, I'm going to walk with you. If that's you, just raise your hand right now. I see that. I see that. Glory to God. Glory to God. Maybe maybe you can put them down. Maybe you've been sitting there and, and you've been going, 
God, this life has stuck. Lord, I need your help. Stuff happened. Lord, maybe I turned my back on you for a while, but today I need to turn my face back to you. And I can't sit still. I need your help. I need supernatural help. And I'm going after you. And I admit, you know, Lord, I, I probably messed up. But I need to recommit that today. If that's you, just raise your hand. Lord, I need your help today. Amen. I see that. I see that. I see that. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much. I want to ask every person in here. If you need help from God, what did we talk about? You can't just amen it. You can't just think, yeah, that's right. What do you have to do? You have to reach out with your faith, and that faith will overcome. I meant almost everybody in here said, I need to go up. I need to go higher. What's the thing that gets you there? Faith in God. That faith in God crosses that. How many people felt like before? Like, I don't know how this is ever going to work. It's like a gap between you and your solution. But see, that faith in Christ is what makes the bridge. I'm going to ask you to take a step of faith today. If you raised your hand before, even if you didn't, I'm going to ask you to take a step of faith today. Lord, I'm not waiting one more day. I need you. I need your help. And I have not been doing, it hadn't been going well on my own. I need you. I need your help. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It doesn't mean you're horrible. It just means you recognize, God, I can't do this without you. One of the best moments I ever had in my life, I was sitting in my apartment weeping because life was not going right. And I hit my knees and I said, Lord, I need you. I want to give you that same opportunity today because that day my life turned and it's gone up ever since. Today is your day. Today, life is turning. I want you to stand on your feet, everyone. And I want you, if you're wanting the help of God, come forward right now just to me. Come right up here to me right now. Just if you raise your hand, come up. If you're just saying, I need, I need help today. I'm going to pray for people for healing. But I'll be saying, Lord, today I need you. Amen. Give my hand. Give my hand. Lord, I need your help. If you raised your hand, don't let the devil... Fear you or shame you out of getting your help. You know, tell the devil to stick it. Devil, I'm not putting up with your garbage anymore. Lord, I need your help. I'm not letting the devil hold me back. See, that's the problem. He's been telling you all kinds of lies, deceiving you. And what we need is we need to reach out to God. Don't let the devil pull you out of that victory. It's your victory today. If you need to come up, come on up. And I want you to pray right now. Just say, Father, everyone in here, pray. Lord, today is my day. Jesus, you're the Savior of my life. And I will never be the same. Jesus, you're my Lord. You're the director. Whatever you tell me to do, I will do. Today, you're the director of my life. You're my Lord. I believe you died for me and I believe that God brought you back to life. And when He raised you up, you didn't leave me in that place of death, in that place of lack. 
but you raised me with you and seated me with you in heavenly places. Today I receive help, salvation. I receive your goodness, your healing, your provision. Lord, I receive your helping hand. I just sense it right now before I finish praying that, that somebody's sitting there and, and it could be in here online or both. But they're saying, I need help in my family. This is the help that you need. This is the victory that overcomes the Lord. This is the help that you need. And I just invite you, come up now. Don't let the devil hold you back. Don't let him steal from you and your family. It's time for us to get serious with the things of God and stop letting that slimy devil steal from us and our family and our peace and our provision and our health. It's time for us to reach out with our faith and be who God's called us to be. If you need to come up, please come up now. Come up quickly. Don't let that devil steal from you again. We're done with him. We're done with him. He's been a jerk. He's been a thief and a murderer. And it's time to stop playing games with him. I'm done with him. Father, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy. And we step in. Say this with me. Say, Lord, today, by faith, we're stepping into your joy. In Jesus' name. Say, Jesus, fill me with the Holy Spirit and fire to live like you. In Jesus' name. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Now right now, I'm going to pray for everybody quickly. If you need healing in your body, you need provision. You need stuff to change. If you need things to change in your life, you need protection over you and your family. You need restoration. Maybe you need to be restored in your family. If you need anything, saving from anything, come up quickly. We're going to pray and believe the power of God that's going to change lives today. Father, right now, in Jesus' name, thank you. I'm glad you came. You got something out of it today. Yeah, amen. Amen. Did you, are you seeing things differently after that message? Glory. What's your name? Vicki? That's awesome. Glory to God. Father, right now, I ask you to bless Vicki. Lord, overflow her life in Jesus' name. Lord, no matter where she came from, you are lifting her up now in Jesus' name. Power of God flow in her life. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Yeah, just pour out that love right now from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. Holy Ghost, help her, fill her, strengthen her in Jesus' name name. Amen. <laughs> oh, glory. Amen. Do you sense some moving in you? Amen. What did it feel like? Just, huh? Hot? <laughs> That's the fire of God. Amen. Now, let me ask you something. Can I do that on my own by myself? Who's doing it? Man, you know it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So nice to meet you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. So bring it, answer every question, bring every solution. In Jesus' name. So In Jesus' name. Wholeness. From the top of his head to the soles of his feet. Wholeness. Healing. Restoration. Yeah, anointing be in the name 
of Jesus. Oh, help, help, help. Wisdom, strength, glory, and honor. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Pray with me. Filled with the Holy Ghost. Filled in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Joy of the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. Yeah, a turnaround. A turnaround. I see it coming now. I see it turning turning now. It's coming now. A turnaround in Jesus' name. A turnaround in Jesus' name. Oh, you thought at one point things were lost. They're not lost. Yeah, grab a hold of it now and watch what he will do in Jesus' name. Love you. Lord, fill him. Overflow him from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Help. Help, Lord. Help. 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 In Jesus' name. Help. In Jesus' name. Help. What's your name? No, that's beautiful. It's so nice to have you today. Lord, bless Anala in every way. Lord, protect her. I just plead the blood of Jesus all over her. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Lord, let your angels watch over her. Keep her from fear. Keep her from danger. Lord, bless her in Jesus' name. Blessings come on this family and this house. Glory to God. You're, you're going to be walking out of here a different person today. There's hope. I'm telling you, there's hope. I've seen it in our life. He'll do the same in yours. He loves you just like he loves me. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Blessing of God be. The Holy Ghost is going to flow all over you right now. In the name of Jesus. Not your first interaction with God. But I hear him say, it's time to go after him. Ah, ha, ha. Time to go after him like never before. He's got some special things happening right now in the earth. He's drawing people. You're hearing it. You're hearing his draw. It's time to go after him. It's time to go after him. All right, Lord. Now just anoint her from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. Say this with me. Say, Lord, I will not fear. I will be whole. I'll walk with you. On fire with you. I'm going to be that light. I'm going to be like that diamond. And when you shape me and mold me, so when you shape me and mold me like you, oh, I'm going to burn with your glory. So it's a day for you. It's a day for you. Amen. You sense his love and anointing. Glory to God. Fill her, Lord, from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> He's breaking through. The devil's trying to stop some stuff, but that's not going to stop God. Amen. <laughs> glory to God. Oh, glory, glory, glory. In Jesus' name. Hello, hello. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to stop you either, is he? No, because God's got you. 
God's got you. Doesn't matter what it looks like. Doesn't matter what it feels like. Thank you, Lord. Hey, 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 stronger and stronger. <laughs> stronger and stronger. In Jesus' name. Stronger and stronger. Strength be in Jesus' name. <laughs> Filled with the Holy Ghost. So that it out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. Lord, overflow her now. From the top of her head to the soles of her feet. Oh. Glory, glory. <laughs> so good to see you again. Yeah, we love you. Restoration be. Ha, 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 Sultanate. Joy of the Lord. Hoo, hoo, hoo. I see things have not been easy to laugh all the time. But Lord, I see her laughing more and more. She won't be an empty shell like some of the people we talked about. But the joy will fill her as she goes after you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Say, Lord, help me. I need your help, and I receive it in Jesus' name. Yeah, thank you for that anointing now. You sense his presence right there, don't you? Ha ha. See, you might think that you're not worthy of some things. You might have thought that before, but that's not so. He's made you worthy. He's not mad at you. Just turn to him and give him yourself and watch what he can do. Look at some of the things you've done without him. Now think what you could do with them. In Jesus' name. Yeah, same thing. Devil's tried to stop some things, but he's not going to do it. In the name of Jesus, I'm telling you, he's not going to do it. Hey, hey, come here, Miss Sydney. I was looking for you. I was going to have you tell your testimony. Y'all remember the baby that, that wasn't breathing? That's the mama right there. <laughs> is, is what I said true? Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Lift your hands right now. Overflow. In Jesus' name. Family, come here. Y'all hold hands. Hold the boom. Here, slide this way just a little bit. There you go. In Jesus' name. Family, be made whole. In the name of Jesus. Restoration. Overflow. Thank you, Father. Glory. And blessings abound. <laughs> blessings abound. Hey, but no, 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 no. Overflow. Strength and peace be. In Jesus' name. Hey, from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. In Jesus' name. Hariosum. Pray in the Holy Ghost with me. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Did you receive something today? Do you have hope going out of here? Is God doing something? Hey, and no matter what the devil tells you, can do you realize and know now better than you did even before that I can reach out and God will meet me? He will. He'll meet you. At any moment, just say, Lord, help me in Jesus' name. I need your help. And Lord, I believe you are helping me. And grab a hold of them with your faith. Amen? Glory to God. Glory to God. 
Amen. We are going to do the giveaways here in just a little bit. But before we do, we have a couple of announcements we want you to be aware of. First, as soon as Christmas service is wrapped up and we do the giveaways, we're going to open our Christmas family photo booth area back up. If you have not taken a family picture, please go do so. Grab your people. Get all close and tight and all the cute, lovey things. And Abby will take your picture and it'll be great. So that'll be open back up. Also, please stay for food. We're going to have a catered meal. They're on their way delivering it right now. And we want to invite you to be a part of our Christmas family meal afterwards. So please stay. We're going to move, configure some stuff differently. But hang around for that. It's going to be great. Youth service tonight. If you are in grades 6 through 12, we want to invite you to come be a part of a Blaze Youth tonight. It's actually Christmas party time. And let me tell you, Buddy Crabtree and the team have been working their tails off. I have it under good authority. There's, can I tell them what you were cutting and things? Yeah? Buddy's made an escape room for you guys tonight. Like, there, it's going to be a party like no other party. So come be a part of what's happening. It's going to be great. Kickstart's coming up. We'll let you know more dates on that. And this Wednesday is the Lunch Plus Christmas party. I don't know if Pastor told you this earlier. But in the Lunch Plus Christmas party, we're giving away over $1,000 worth of prizes that whole time. It's going to be so much fun if you do come, wear your best ugly Christmas attire possible. The uglier, the better, because really, that's how Christmas works. Um, and then if you want more teaching like what you got today, each and every single weekday, we do our Lunch Plus broadcast. You can find that on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Brian Wright. You can also go to whatsright.com for more information on it. But before we wrap up, y'all ready to win some cool stuff? Two people are ready to win. Let's try that again. I, I don't think so. We're giving away $300 to one man to a, which, which gun place is it? All Seasons. So a man, one man is going to win a $300 gift certificate to All Seasons. One woman is going to win a $300 makeover at Crossroads Salon and Spa. And then one of the teenagers is going to win a Nintendo Switch. Like, we've got some solid prizes today. So are y'all ready? Yeah. yeah? Then we're going to hand it over to Pastor and Pastor Nicole, maybe, if she comes back. And they're going to draw. Amen. You are. Okay. Amen. Glory to God. <laughs> Amen. Well, hallelujah. We got people receiving. Will somebody help Mr. Austin here? And uh, so we have, uh, who's helping me? Come on, guys. Come on up here. We have, who? <laughs> Glory to God. Did you feel the power of God? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> God's so good. We have some great gifts today. Can they let me know we're going offline? And let me know that they're offline. Give me a thumbs up for sure. And then uh, we're giving away the $300 gift certificate to all seasons.